is where things get a little murky. By this time, Jack had met Meg. One day, he was jamming on the guitar when Meg came by his house. Some drums were set up, and Meg, who had zero experience, by the way, just started bashing away. Jack, appreciating Meg's complete lack of virtuosity, suggested that maybe they should form a band together. The timeline is still a little weird, but here's what we think happened. Meg and Jack fell in love. John Anthony Gillis and Meg Martha White were married on September 21, 1996. And Jack, being a liberated kind of guy, took Meg's last name and became Jack White. Jack and Meg started playing around Detroit using the name The White Stripes. They thought about using the name The Peppermints because Meg really likes peppermint. They also thought about soda powder and bazooka because Meg liked those candies too. And they started to dress like those red and white peppermints too. But then they ended up as the White Stripes. Two reasons. A, their last name, White. And B, the White Stripes on Meg's favorite peppermints. Too bad that people kept getting the name wrong. There was a whole year of playing around Detroit where they were mistakenly billed as the White Lines or the White Strikes or something similar. They did, however, begin to attract attention from some record labels, including a very cool local indie label called Sympathy for the Record Industry. Sympathy got to release the first White Stripes album, which was a self-titled thing recorded at a studio in southwest Detroit called Ghetto Recorders, and the date for that was June 15, 1999. Jack and Meg were still playing together, but they weren't living together. They had separated that February and were on their way to a divorce. That divorce was made final on March 24th of 2000. Now, you're probably wondering where this whole brother and sister routine came in. What do you mean they were married? Well, when everyone began to get into the White Stripes, we all believed that Jack and Meg were brother and sister. That's what they told us, and we took them at their word. I mean, look at them. The resemblance is there, so why shouldn't we believe it? And when the White Stripes started attracting attention, this brother and sister thing was dutifully and solemnly reported by everyone. The problem, of course, was that it just wasn't true. Jack and Meg are husband and wife, or more accurately, ex-husband and wife. Everyone involved in the Detroit music scene knew the story and would confirm everything to anyone who asked. The Detroit Free Press published a profile about them. Entertainment Weekly published their marriage certificate, and their divorce decree was posted on the Internet. Nevertheless, Jack and Meg refused to admit anything. They were brother and sister. Why? Well, I don't know if it really matters. It could be just a way to give people in the media the gossip they wanted. And they were just messing with us because we expect to be messed with, and we seem to like being messed with. Bottom line, believe what you want, but there's the story. The second White Stripes album was the one they couldn't keep in stock at Rough Trade Records in Notting Hill in London. It was called Distill, which is Dutch for, for style. Distill was a design movement of the early 20th century where things were reduced to simple geometric shapes and primary colors. Jack learned all about Distill design when he was working as an upholsterer. He liked it as a name for an album because the art movement was all about breaking things down to their simplest parts, exactly what the Stripes did with rock. It also explains all the squares and rectangles in the artwork. Here are a couple of fast facts about that record. The album is dedicated to Blind Willie McTell. He's a country blues guy from before World War II, one of Jack's all-time favorite blues guys. It was also dedicated to Jared Retveld, one of the inspirations for the Distill movement. This second album was recorded at Third Man Studios, which was really Jack's living room. It was the house he grew up in, too. When his parents moved to the suburbs, he bought the place for himself.
By the time the second album had run its course, the White Stripes were being hailed as one of the most innovative new bands in the world. Their sound was fresh. They knew how to rock. They had a cool twist on the blues. They had tons of indie credibility. They had a simple, uncluttered visual look. And, of course, there was this whole mysterious brother and sister thing. Not only were they a big hit in Detroit, but they also had a growing following in the cooler parts of London. Plus, they sold enough records to make it worthwhile to tour Japan and Australia. Of course, it helped that there were only two people in the band. Less overhead. There were TV appearances and celebrities dropping in on gigs, which, of course, lent to their credibility. They had brought something new to the whole American indie sensibility. So Jack and Meg were definitely on to something. The third album was recorded in Memphis over just three days in February 2001 and was ready for release on July the 3rd. Once again, it came out on Sympathy for the Record Industry. And once again, the Stripes showed evolution. The songs were tighter and...